Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So, we're putting it all together today. The last few days, you guys have tuned in because we're breaking news about the massive connections between Biden, the documents, the FBI, this Chinese energy company, and this massive scandal following the money, buying off our government. Well, we've got another link in it today, exposed by an author on our website. You're not going to want to miss. Folks, the story is just getting dirtier and dirtier by the minute. I think Biden's in a world of trouble. Is anything going to happen? Uh, I doubt it because Merrick Garland's a corrupt attorney general. But at a minimum, we'll expose it. And at least the political damage will be done because the truth matters. Folks, today's show, don't go anywhere. It's going to be loaded. Brought to you by our friends at ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your keys in your car while you run into the gas station for a snack. Most of the time, you're probably fine. But what if you come back to see someone driving off with your car? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. It doesn't even take a lot of tech knowledge to do it. A smart 12-year-old can, can hack in, and hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling your personal information on the dark web. Protect yourself. Get ExpressVPN. It creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet, so hackers can't steal your personal sensitive data. It takes a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. It's easy to use. You just fire up the app and click one button to get protected. And it works on all devices so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today by using what I use, ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. And you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. All right, Joseph, let's go. Again with the Amtrak story. Again. Again, I know. And Joe Joe's laughing because we started with the Amtrak story and he didn't like it. He, he was like, like I just thought it was so funny. He's like, no, no, we got to come in with the the hot stuff today, this big connection. So <laughs> in a rebuke to Gee, although we did not start, we are going to play this video because it's hilarious. Because I just want to show you how dishonest this guy is before I get to the serious dishonesty, which is the money trail showing that Joe Biden is, in fact, a foreign agent who has sold our government out and everyone who's touched him. The guy is a disaster. But first, he did it again. He told the Amtrak story. You know, the Amtrak, Angelo told me I was a million mile member. <laughs> the guy, ladies and gentlemen, retired in 1993. Joe Biden was not the vice president in 1993. And the guy was dead by the time Joe Biden was the vice president. He claims this story was told. The guy's just a liar. This is like the 20th time he's told this story. Check this out. When I was vice president, I flew over a million miles on Air Force Two. And I was uh, going home as a United States uh, as vice president. One of the conductors said to me, hey, Joe, big deal. Million, whatever, 200. You said you've, oh, you've traveled over a million miles on Amtrak. Said, How the hell do you know that? And they added it up. Holy Moses. Enough with the freaking story. I know Joe gets a kick out of it. He gets to cut the video beforehand. The guy retired in 1993. There's no way he told you that story when you were the vice president. Okay. He was dead. He was dead. Okay. Moving on. I just, you got to laugh sometimes or you'll cry. Now the serious stuff. Listen, now, well, we know the guy's obviously a sociopathic, pathological liar. There's nothing about his life story or anything else he tells you that's true. So, you know, most of you out there understand having raised kids or, you know, just having that friend in the neighborhood who was a sociopathic liar, too. We all had one, you know, the puffer, the guy who tells stories about everything. Teddy Ruxpin, you put a quarter in his back and he'll lie to you. You all know when they lie about the little stuff, they're lying about the big stuff, too. It's just a character defect that this guy has. 
Folks, they're hiding stuff. There's a massive effort right now for the Biden administration to squash a treasure trove of information about not just their failures, but their corruption. Before I get to the corruption angle, I want to show you how just how non-transparent they are because they're realizing right now that he is going to run again and he's going to have to answer for the calamity he caused. First, transparency. Remember, they keep emphasizing through Green Jean-Pierre how transparent they are. Oh, we're interested in transparency. We want to get the information out there. Then why are you blocking the Border Patrol chiefs from testifying to Congress? Washington Times. Story will be in the newsletter. Why are you doing that? Here's where the story gets even hairier. This classified document scandal with Biden, at this point, unquestionably being a foreign agent. There is no doubt about that. The fact that other outlets are not picking this up is just stunning. They are doing everything they can to weaponize every single vehicle of government. And that, by the way, that border thing has a lot to do with the classified document store, Ukraine, the FBI, and all that, too. I'll get to that later. But they are doing everything they can to prevent you from seeing what is in these Biden documents and the extent of the pilfering he's done from the government of these classified documents. Washington Times, Biden officials blocked the Senate Intelligence Committee for mishandling classified documents. Why? Why? Why are they doing this? Why is Avril Haines, our director of national intelligence, kissing the ass of Joe Biden and stopping the Senate from looking at what's in the paperwork because of what I told you? They don't want Biden's pilfering of classified documents married up with the Hunter Biden laptop to show that Biden stole information and potentially trafficked it through his son. You cross-reference it, you're going to find some information in there that likely marries up with what Hunter was telling people. Treasury's involved too. Wendell Hughesbow, Breitbart. Treasury withholds the Biden family suspicious bank records. James Comer threatens a subpoena. I want you to pay close attention to this. The Treasury Department's not allowing them to see the suspicious activity reports of what Hunter Biden was up to. And they're citing improper disclosures and conduct of law enforcement intel and national security activities. Ladies and gentlemen, that is bull. In my prior line of work, being a federal agent, one of the things we did was financial crimes. Ladies and gentlemen, the banks file suspicious activity reports whenever they get financial activity at their institution that they deem suspicious. That's why they're called SARS, suspicious activity reports. They are obligated by law to file one of these things. The Secret Service gets them every morning. Usually they're for things like structuring and suspicious wire transfers. Folks, I'm telling you, the bank does not file these unless they know something's up. If you're a business like my business that does wire transfers all the time, we do wire transfers. We, you know, we buy buildings. We have contracts with people. We, you know, we, we bought houses. There's no suspicious activity reports filed. Why? Because it fits our pattern of business and our deposits and our uh, extractions from the account. If you're filing a SAR, it means the bank knows something's up. And the bank has to put a little summary. I've read a thousand of these things of why they think the activity suspicious. Congress wants to look at Hunter Biden's suspicious activity reports, of which there are apparently about 150 of them. But the Treasury Department, of course, another weaponized portion of our government, I thought they were all about transparency, like the DNI and the border, right? The Treasury Department is making all of these things go away, ladies and gentlemen. Why? What are they hiding? Cue up CBS for me, Gabe. CBS, Catherine Herridge, is a pretty good reporter. She used to work at Fox. 
For some reason, CBS is actually letting her do reporting on the Biden family. I, I can't figure out why. I'm still stunned because, you know, it's CBS, which is obviously a Democrat activist group. So what is the Treasury Department and the DNI hiding? The Director of National Intelligence with the Biden classified document scandal? The answer is they're hiding Biden Inc. It's not just his son Hunter and money transfers from foreign governments that may marry up with classified documents information. It's also the brother James. This actually ran on CBS. This is pretty shocking. Check this out. CBS News has learned that more than 150 transactions involving either Hunter or James Biden's global business affairs were flagged as concerning by U.S. banks for further review. Some of those concerns included large wire transfers. This is the way it is. After a nearly three-year investigation, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley told CBS News he believes the president's younger brother, James, was instrumental in Hunter Biden's Chinese business ventures. I think James Biden was very much a part of this. James Biden has worked as an entrepreneur and recently in the healthcare industry. We will focus on James Biden, the president's brother. Folks, you see what's going on here? The president of the United States and his entire family. That's why I call it Biden Inc. And I don't just want you to focus on Hunter. We're clearly involved in suspicious activities and financial transfers from foreign countries overseas into the U.S., then the banks know about it. And the government, your government, the Treasury Department, the DNI, your government you paid for is hiding it from you. Corrine Jean-Pierre, of course, who is totally and completely ineffective oh. at her job. Anybody, anyone changing votes? No, no anyone? change. You dude. sure? Yeah. Don't even, he said, don't even bother. He's like, don't ask me anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, me either. So three for three. Easily the worst press secretary in the United States history. It was asked a good question by Peter Ducey yesterday. So, of course, uh, John Kirby, who is much better at this than Corrine Jean-Pierre, actually answered a question on it last week and indicated that, in fact, the Biden administration, as we said a couple weeks ago, fellas, did not, in fact, self-report this. They didn't self-report when they found the documents to the Department of Justice. Oh, look, we accidentally found these classified documents. That's not what happened. We now learn that they contacted the National Archives, hoping to make this thing go away who then they contacted the DOJ. So, of course, Corrine Jean-Pierre, completely incapable or just plain stupid, doesn't know the White House has already admitted to this and gets caught again trying to cover up this massive scandal. Take a listen. Why do White House officials insist that the president self-reported the classified materials if his lawyers initially called the White House and not the Justice Department? I would refer you to the White House counsel. But we heard from this podium the other day that... President Biden uh, self-reported the materials. That's not what, exactly what happened. Um, who did you hear that from? John Kirby. Well, I would refer you to the White House counsel. Oh, my gosh. Is this woman incompetent? Again, with the White House counsel. Oh, with the White House yeah. counsel. She is so grotesquely incompetent. At the, to the Biden administration, why do you keep trotting her out there? This is just humiliating. Now, what are they hiding here? Again, they're hiding a money trail, paying off the president of the United States when he was vice president, former vice president, potentially a senator through conduits. The biggest scandal of our time. Jonathan Turley brings up another angle that you're not going to hear again anywhere outside of Fox and conservative outlets. Apparently, this is just the tip of the iceberg. You know, the largest part of that floating iceberg is typically under seas and you can't see it under the water. 
You know, it's forget the classified documents. Show us the real haul of Biden's records in Delaware. So, folks, apparently the president has squirreled away a bunch of records by giving them to the University of Delaware, where there's a treasure trove of politically, potentially explosive documents about what this guy's been up to for the last few decades. Now, how do we know it's explosive and potentially politically damaging? Because, again, as I opened up this show with Captain Transparency, who's blocking the border chief, blocking access to the documents, blocking access to the SARS through the Treasury, is also blocking access to the public or press to see the documents at the University of Delaware, as you can see right here in this beautiful piece. You can check it out in the newsletter, Bungino.com slash newsletter. With the recent reports, Biden may have included classified information in notebooks found at his residence. The status of the University of Delaware documents is becoming more and more untenable for the White House. They're afraid they're going to cross-reference stuff. Biden wrote down in notebooks, here's what I told Kim Jong-un. Here's what I told the president of South Korea. Here's what I told. They're afraid they're going to cross-reference this with things that appeared in Hunter emails. That's why they're blocking this stuff. Now, more. Here's what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Another just stunning connection between Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, trafficking and money for influence. The scandal is only growing. Did somebody flip in the FBI uh, case, the FBI corruption scandal? You know about it. I covered it last week. An FBI agent by the name of Charles McGonagall was arrested under indictment, under allegations that he was in some pay for play scheme. That while with the FBI, he was being paid by people in Albania to get Albanian political opponents investigated in the United States. A massive scandal. Now, folks, one of the reasons the Biden administration, I believe, is panicking and that the FBI had to get this case out there in the public is because someone in the case flipped. They found this guy, as I've explained many times, McGonagall, I believe, through Deripaska. Deripaska, who they found trying to investigate Trump because he was connected to Manafort. Follow me for a second. While investigating McGonagall, I believe they accidentally tripped over something. His connections to Albania. And a guy in Albania called Person B, who was working with the same Chinese energy company Hunter was working with. Here's where this story gets amazing. Please read this story. Evi Kokolari. It's at Bongino.com. It's on my website. It's, it's, I can't, again, I'm stunned like more people haven't picked this thing up. Revealed. Identity of unnamed Albanian official listed in the indictment of ex-FBI official may be the Hunter Biden link. So there's this guy indicted, person B, who's dealing with the FBI agent who's locked up, right? That I believe they're investigating to try to nail Trump. What they trip over is this Albanian person B is likely this guy by the name of Dorian Ducca. So this Dorian Ducca is involved in this pay-for-play scandal with this FBI guy. And our author at Bongino.com believes Ducca and Hunter may have worked together. She says, quote, adding further proof that Ducca and Hunter worked together. One of Hunter's own emails has the header, Dorian. Oh, really? Dorian, the guy working with the Chinese energy company and involved in an alleged pay-for-play scheme with the FBI guy? The same Chinese energy company Hunter's doing business with? Wow. What? A, Joe. So here, So sure. They have an email called Dorian, where he and another business, where Hunter and another business associate discuss taking care of Dorian. 
because he was a, quote, real help. You can see the email. It's right right there. Hunter, Rob Walker. You can see it all. James Gilliar on the email. Wow. Dorian was a real help. Should we consider how we include him? Is that the same Dorian Ducker involved in an alleged pay-for-play scheme with the FBI guy you guys investigated because you were trying to take out Trump? Gosh, I don't know, but that looks really, really suspicious. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I've never seen that movie, which is embarrassing. Please, I know. Email, you can make fun of me on email, but I've, it's already, I'm, I'm immune to it. I've been made fun of. I've never seen the guy. But. Do you, folks, his story is, I, I can't, sometimes, I, I, by the way, I just heard about this the other day. I suspected, and I was honest that I was speculating that someone flipped in the McGonagall case. Now I'm sure of it. Somebody flipped and is talking to the FBI that while they were trying to go after Trump through Deripaska, Deripaska gave up McGonagall, and McGonagall and someone else, or McGonagall himself, gave up the Albanian connection. And I'm even more suspicious because McGonagall's lawyer is a friend of John Durham who's investigating this whole thing as a special prosecutor. Now it explains the New York Times article the other day too. The hit job on John Durham, the New York Times piece we've been discussing. There's a great piece by Margot Cleveland in the newsletter today. Six reasons the New York Times hit job on Durham's imminent report instantly unravels. I'm not going to go through all six because we already went through most of them. It's a clown job piece by uh, deep state stenographers, life losers, and total zeros, Adam Goldman and Charlie Savage. Two total dipwads who will say anything the deep state explains to them. But one of the pieces they note in there is that one of the distraction mechanisms in the New York Times piece where they're focusing on Durham's probe, which I believe was the genesis of this FBI case and the Chinese connection to Hunter and the money laundering and the documents. One of the distractions they use in the Times piece is suggesting, wow, they found something in Italy. Trump may be under investigation. Well, Margot notes, well, that's fascinating because they provided no details on the closest of the supposed connection with no claims of complicity by former President Trump. And the Times let the word related and linked do the heavy lifting to cast Trump as a target of a criminal investigation, even though when they acknowledge he's not. What does that tell you? View everything that happens in the media in Washington and D.C. through what? Through the lens of how does this harm Donald Trump? Because that's what they need to do. The Durham report apparently is going to help Donald Trump. So they crap on Durham and drag Donald Trump back in by winking and nodding. Oh, he may be under investigation for something that happened in Italy. Is he under investigation? No, no, but he may be. Yeah, anybody could be under investigation. Yeah, my mother, Judy, could be under investigation for a bank robbery that happened in Alamogordo, New Mexico. But it's not happening. <laughs> but she's not under But it could be. Folks, something's happening here. I'm going to wrap this segment up here. We've covered it a lot in the last few days, but I want you to pay attention to that new nugget of information we teased in the open. The Hunter Biden email titled Dorian. If he's doing business with the same guy alleged to be buying off an FBI agent knee deep in the Trump scandal, folks, Vesuvius. A lot more to cover today. Uh, why do liberals keep falling for the endless tidal wave of BS coming out of the Biden administration? We're going to go through this block next. We are going to give you the information to just dismantle your leftist moron friends and every stupid argument they're going to make about the Biden economy and other accomplishments because election season is coming around. 
Today's show brought to you by Birch Gold. I am a consumer there. It's B-I-R-C-H, a customer there. I bought gold from them many times. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of spending more of your money and destroying the currency, inflating it away, destroying your savings and your retirement? Are they ticking you off a little bit? Well, they did for me. That's why I diversified into gold with Birch Gold, and you should too. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. Here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text DAN, D-A-N, to 989898. Do it today to claim your free, it's a free information kit on gold, and then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. It's really easy. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who I trust to protect my future and yours. Text Dan to 989898. Do it today. Birch Gold. Thanks, Birch Gold. Past performance, not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rates apply. Okay. So the first block was the kick in the gonads, as Guy accurately stated. The the story's been lighting it up for us because people are so fascinated by money trails and corruption, how Biden did it so openly for so long. Well, he did it because of the media. The media protected him. But the media protects him in other ways, too, folks. Biden claims he's running for re-election. I believe he is. All my sources are telling me he's leaning heavily, if not already made his decision in that direction. We cannot allow the media and yet to steal yet another election from us. It is our job and our obligation to produce the facts on where we are and how bad the economic situation is going to get if we allow this to continue. Why do you keep falling for their BS, leftists? I mean, you can do the research I do myself. It's not hard. Here are their tricks, the left, to get you believe, to believe things that aren't happening or happening and things that are happening aren't happening when they're bad. Word games, euphemisms, tortured stats, and plain old lies. Let's go through them one by one. Here's a perfect example of what I mean. By tortured language that suckers fall for every single time. Now, whether you're pro-tax, anti-tax hikes, whether you're pro-life or pro-abortion, regardless of where you are, don't you at least want honesty from the candidates on where they stand? Why is Biden always lying? This is a perfect example, perfect example of the word games they play. He's asked yesterday about federal funding for abortion, which is a disgusting travesty. You want to kill babies? Uh, Tax dollars should never be used to pay for it. He's asked about bishops who put out this letter saying, we totally object to this taxpayer financing of abortion. But I want you to watch the language he uses and how he tortures it to make you believe he's right and you're wrong. Check this out. No, they are not all. Don't worry about it. So the U.S. bishops are clearly against taxpayer funding for abortion. How do we know that? Because you can read the article yourself called U.S. Bishops Urge Congress to Pass No Taxpayer Funding for Abortion Act. It's, it's, right, it's right there. And then he says, neither is the Pope. Like the Pope supports his abortion position, Biden, which is kill babies even after birth, right? That's really strange because the Associated Press back in 2019 reported, Pope, abortion is never okay. Equates it to hiring a hitman. But did you see the little rhetorical trick he tried to play? Did you guys catch it, bud? He says, not all bishops. Mm -hmm. So there's one bishop uh, 
somewhere in uh, Kazakhstan who said, oh, Biden's not crazy. You see the tricks they play? These are the stunts they pull. That's just one small example of word games, euphemisms, tortured stats, and plain old lies. But it gets worse. Because they play to a particularly stupid brand of liberal that'll believe anything. But they play to a very devious media that knows all these people are lying. And as I've argued often on this show, if the media would just tell you the truth, folks, we would never have another elected Democrat again in this country. So you ask any liberal out there who listens to the mainstream media liars, what causes our deficits? In other words, the amount of money the government spends that it doesn't get through the tax base. It's a a deficit and then accumulated, it's our debt. Those are not the same thing. Deficits are annual. Debt is accumulated over time. Any liberal will tell you what? Well, it's definitely tax cuts. Tax cuts do it. Really? That's interesting because we can actually look that up and see the data. Um, And you believe people like former bartender. And again, we owned a bar. I love me some bartenders, but not this one. This woman's an embarrassment to everyone, bartenders included, who probably disown her by the thousands. AOC blames Trump tax cuts for the deficit when asked if Democrats have spent too much. Now, I know you're a liberal and you're allergic to facts and you're probably pretty much an imbecile, uh, but you could go. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that, but it's true because you could just go and look this up yourself. So I did it this morning. I kid you not, it took me all of about 10 seconds, and I may be exaggerating that. It took me longer to screenshot this than it did to find it. You know what I put? I I even went to Google, by the way. Your favorite lefty communist search engine, why? So you can't accuse me of using biased sources. And I put in U.S. federal government tax revenue by year. And what came up? U.S. federal government tax revenue by year. Here it is in this, uh, the balance article. So Donald Trump signed the Trump tax cuts when, folks? The Trump tax cuts. When did it happen? Happened in December of 2017. So if the tax cuts were causing government revenue to go down, then, Joe, you would expect government revenue to go down? (laughs) Is it, Guy, is my logic tortured there? Is it... It checks. He says the logic. He's supplying modus ponens and modus tonens, logic rules he learned in college. And he says, your logic, he's doing very Spock stuff. Your logic checks out, Captain. So here we go. Here's the tax revenue in 2017 before the tax cuts were signed. They were signed at the end of 2017. 3.32 trillion. So if AOC's right, then tax revenue should have went down. Well, it's kind of weird because next year it went up 3.33 trillion. And it went up to 3.46 trillion, which is still greater than 3.32 trillion. Then it dipped from 3.46 to 3.42, but it's still up from 3.32 where we started with the tax cuts. And then in 2021, it jumped to 4.05 trillion, which is significantly greater than the 3.32 trillion before the tax cuts. So again, you can just look this up. This isn't hard. You don't have to go to PubMed and read a complicated abstract with tortured statistics. You know, AB, ABA designs, confidence intervals. You don't have to do any of that. You have to do none of it. You can just look this up. So what, AOC's lying? Yeah, uh, yes, just look. Just look at the... Trump cut taxes and tax revenue went up. That's a... 
That's not an opinion. Of course, where are the fact checkers on AOC? Their lips are attached to her ass. Where's Bill D. McCarthy, Yacobreus, these other clowns doing what they always do, kissing the ass of the Soviet-like Democrat Party? Folks, it gets worse. I want to play this uh, video coming up in a second of the new leader of the Democrats in the House, Kayfabe Hakeem Jeffries. You know Kayfabe? We talked about it last week. Yeah. They do it in wrestling. You pretend to wrestle in the WWE and everybody pretends to believe you. They call it Kayfabe. The act. That's the Democrat Party. He gave a speech last week that was so hilarious. There were like five or six lies in 20 seconds of audio that are, again, so easily debunked. All you've got to do is put what he said in a search engine, even Google. And you'll find out that the Democrats lie to you about everything all the time. I'll get to that in a second. Please don't miss this block. I wanted to do it last week, and we got just deluged with information about Biden. Folks, MyPatriotSupply.com. You need to go there for emergency supplies. You don't know when stuff's going to break bad. You got to be prepared. You ensure everything in your life's a matter, right? You ensure your health, your house, your car. Well, why not ensure your livelihood and your calorie supply? You don't want to die. Don't get dead is my number one rule. Institutions are collapsing before our eyes. Folks, if that doesn't make a prepper out of you, I don't know what will. But listen, you aren't crazy to want to be prepared. You're smart. Only idiots don't want to be prepared. Like these lefties, you see them all the time making fun of people who prepare. They'll be the ones knocking at your door when things break bad. Invest in emergency food today for My Patriot Supply before it's too late. You can stretch your dollar when you go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Their three-month emergency food kit features a new, lower price you're going to want to see. Their three-month emergency food kit comes packed with tasty breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. It averages over 2,000 calories per day. Calories are survival. Get at least one kit for each person in your family. You don't want your kids looking at you if things break bad. Where's the food? Don't want to be standing in government food lines either. Listen, there's not much time. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on your three-month emergency food kits when you can. The kits are in stock and they ship fast and free. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com while you can. That's MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't wait. Okay, watch this. Here's Kayfabe Hakeem Jeffries in one of the most hilarious 20, 25-second bits you're ever going to Everything. And I mean this in a literal sense. Everything he says here, everything is fake. Check this out. Here's the Biden track record on the economy. Economic growth is up. Inflation is down. Wages are up. Gas prices are down. Really? <laughs> GDP's up. Gas prices are down. Wages are up. Inflation's under control. All of that? Now, again, you can just look this up. Here's a Fox Business report. GDP report reveals ominous Great Depression warning signs not seen since 1932. That's because economic growth is slowing down. Business investment grew only 1.4%, and it was almost all inventories. Non-residential investment, in other words, a key driver of future economic growth, was up just 0.7%. Residential investment fell off a cliff, dropping 26.7%. Here's the second part of this. I thought he said real wages were up, by the way. Real disposable income, if you look at part two of this, the trend is the worst it's been since the Great Depression. So I decided just to make it even simpler. We don't need to get really complicated. There you go right there. Second largest percentage drop of real disposable income ever, only behind the Great Depression. Sounds great to me. But Akeem Jeffries said that GDP is up. Growth. You're a gross uh, domestic product. That's our growth rate. Is it? Because here it is by quarter. And you see when Donald Trump left office, 
you see right around that time in 2020, when you see we were growing at 3 and 6%, and then Joe Biden takes over, we're in about 7% range, and 2%, then 7%, then 1.6, is Joe, negative 1.6, then negative 0.6. Then it rebounds just a little bit. So we went from about 6% growth to about 3.2 to now 2.9. So Donald Trump, 6 then giving Biden even the benefit of the doubt, giving him the 3.2, and then the 2.9 sounds like it's less than six and sounds like even the 3.2 is going down. So again, kayfabe, Jeffries told you it was going up. Well, it's actually going down and is worse than Trump once we got out of the uh, coronavirus disaster. Yeah, the numbers right, check well, out. Mm-hmm. They do check out. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I appreciate that, Joe. Um, here's also, if we just want to do it by year, so here was the last year of the uh, Donald Trump presidency he gets credit for, which is probably 2021, because he gets por- credit for. Por- so it's 5.72. Here's 2022, uh, 0.96. Again, that's from the Bureau of Economic Analysis. That look like it's going up to you. It looks to me like it's going down. Again, you can just look this up yourself. I'm sure you won't left this because it'll bother you. I mean, let's try another one. He said, uh, you know, inflation's all under control. Um, and it's getting better. So when Donald Trump uh, left office, inflation was 1.2%, uh, 1.8% the year before the Trump administration. Ah, let's go back to 18 when he's now 2.4% inflation. Wow, that sounds really horrible. Biden, 2021, 4.7%. Biden, 2022, uh, 8%. Uh, liberals, inflation, the higher the number, the worse. I, I, again, you could just look this up yourself. I mean, this is statistic. You could just put these in. inflation in the United States. None of the. Do I have to do the, all of this? Here, it gets even better. Well, Hakeem Jeffrey said real wages are going up. Here's a Google search and an actual screenshot from my phone. Real wages are down. Just put it in Google. And the first thing that comes up is this. From December to December 2022, real average hourly earnings decreased 1.1%. <laughs> so easy. It's... <laughs> It's so easy. What about Hakeem Jeffries' claim that gas prices, they're definitely down. Gas prices are down? Uh, It's kind of weird because, again, the Donald Trump presidency ends between 2020 and 2021. So whatever you want to give him credit for is up to you. But you can see the gas price, if we go to December, we're trending up $2.2, $3.4, $3.3. Not hard, folks. You just have to actually go look at this stuff. Trump left office. Everything got worse. It's really that simple. Folks, they have a plot, though, here. They have a plot, and this is what they're trying to sell you on. The reason they're engaging in so much economic dishonesty here. You ready for this? And I'm going to warn you about something. If you don't pay attention, it's going to kick you in the nuts, and it's going to hurt. The Democrats are getting ready to pitch a massive plan to tax wealth and assets. Well, don't they always tax wealth? No, they don't. There is a difference between your wealth and your income. Your wealth is measured largely, if you're an extremely wealthy person, especially by unrealized gains. But not just if you're wealthy. Your wealth is measured by your unrealized gains, too. Let's say you have a house you've owned for 20 years. You paid off 90% of your mortgage and your house is worth five, 600 grand. You bought it for 300. How do you feel about being taxed on the value of that home? 
Say you bought it, make it easy numbers. You bought it for 300, the value doubled to 600. How do you feel about being taxed on that $300,000 capital gain you made on the house because it's part of your wealth? Yeah, but Dan, I didn't sell it. And I bought that house with income I had already been taxed on. They don't care. They're getting ready to tax you on your wealth. No, they're not. Really? You guys, uh, liberals, ever read the newspaper? The Ninth Circuit, the Nutty Ninth, upholds a wealth tax. January 25th, 2023. So there was a case involving this family called the Moors. The Moors never received any money from this investment. Yet the three-judge panel ruled it didn't matter. A dividend stock or sale or other realization event wasn't even necessary, the court said, because there's no set definition of income under the 16th Amendment. Oh, really? Get ready, folks. Here it comes. You got a 401k? You got a 401k that's made some money? You got a 401k that hasn't made some money? How do you feel about getting taxed on that and the value of your house? You understand this is what they want, right? If this Ninth Circuit case is not tossed out at the Supreme Court and overturned, I'm telling you, you're getting a wealth tax coming your way. You heard it here first. And of course, Biden's lying to do it. Because why? Because that's what Biden does. Biden is an unrepentant sociopathic liar. He has always been a sociopathic liar. He said the other day, he was even fact-checked hilariously by CNN. This is how you know. You, are, you, you, you realize the level of lying, the apocalyptic DEFCON level of lying you have to engage in to have CNN fact-check you? So Biden said, quote, Republicans uh, who pay uh, Republicans want to cut taxes for billionaires. Here's the quote who pay virtually only three percent of their income now. Three percent they pay for billionaires. They do. Billionaires only pay three percent of their income. It's a shocker, man. They're really getting over, Joe. I was a billionaire. Only three yeah. percent making a hundred billion a year. You're only paying three billion. What a deal. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Joe Biden made that up. Oh. Why? Because he's Joe. Because he's Joe Biden, the same guy who told you Angelo, the Amtrak guy, told him he was a million mile member despite being dead by the time he said it. The same guy who told you he graduated with three degrees. He was a top student. Uh, this is the same guy who plagiarized a speech from Neil Kinnock. Same guy who told you he was arrested trying to see Nelson Mandela and he beat up Corn Pop with a bike chain. Um, the man is a buffoon, a corruptocrat, a foreign agent, and he's the most corrupt human being to ever walk in the White House. Of course, he's lying. As Erica York of the Tax Foundation notes, the average income rate in 2020 was 13.6%. That's across all of us, 13.6%. Yet the top 1% of taxpayers paid a 25.9% average rate, more than eight times higher than the 3% average rate paid by the bottom half of taxpayers. So again, you can just look this stuff up, folks. But Biden said that the richest 1%, the billionaires are only paying about 3%. Yeah, yeah. He, He's lying like he always does because that's what Joe Biden does because he's a freaking liar. He's always been a liar. All right, I got to move on. I got a lot to get to, including a shocking update on Pfizer, that Pfizer Project Veritas mutation of the virus scandal. Did they admit something? And also, I got a, a great video by Chris Rufo, something that happened down here in Florida. I want you to watch what happens with the wokesters when they're just told no. When you just tell them, no, this is how it happens. This is how the revolution starts for freedom and liberty and against cancel culture. You just have to tell them, no. Got a video coming up for you next. It's really good. Hey, thanks to your support, Patriot Mobiles emerges one of the leaders in the parallel economy. And they have big news. 
Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks. This means if you're one of the big three and you like the service, but you hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with the coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering broad nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G network. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Plus, they don't just offer service for, uh, for consumers. They have great business plans for almost any size company. Listen, switching is super easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call the 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. There's no reason not to give them a try. Make that switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. All right, stay tuned for that Pfizer video in a second. But first, I want to play this. So Christopher Rufo is a, uh, just an incredible individual. He has been fighting against cancel culture and nonsense and wokeism for a long time. He's a brilliant guy writes about a lot of different topics. He was appointed by Ron DeSantis to a college in Florida. I believe it's called New College. Um, it's a state-funded school. And Rufo and now the board members there who believe in academic freedom, uh, the school's gone radically left. So Rufo was on the campus there to address the faculty about the new academic freedom direction they were going to take. Well, of course, woke cancel culture types who love Soviet-style tactics on campus don't want academic freedom or any kind of freedom for that matter. That's why they're Soviets. So he's about to address the faculty, and the acting provost or president approaches them and tries to shut it down. And she says, no, 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 we're not going to do this because somebody threatened someone here uh, on an email. And ironically, the guy they threatened is there, and he's like, no, 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 I'm good. Like, I don't need your protection. Somebody threatens someone, so we have to shut it down. This has a name. You guys know what it is? We've talked about it before. Heckler's veto. Yeah, very good. I did not promise I did not coordinate that with Joe. I swear on my life. No, we didn't. The Heckler's veto. This is a stunt communist of views over and over. You want to shut down a conservative or a freedom lover from speaking. You send an anonymous threat and then use the security situation about the anonymous threat you sent to shut the event down, citing security concerns. This lady's well aware of the Hector's veto and watch the meltdown when Rufo just tells her, nah, we're just going to do it. But thanks. <laughs> Check this out. This is the problem at, at your school. You know that, right? You've created an environment in which the most intolerant, the most aggressive and the most and the people who threaten violence can veto you, can veto the president, can veto any changes. We're setting a new standard here. We cannot so, put our community at risk. At, the only people at risk here are our us. Guests we are at, at risk. risk. No, that is not true. Okay, who's at risk? The entire anybody who enters this event at this point is at risk. There are credible threats out there Why, that who, who have not been investigated sufficiently by the. It, that's not what they told me. It'll never be sufficiently investigated. We got to move forward. It was an email no. that had some vague Wait. threats. They weren't direct threats. They weren't actionable threats. And um, and there were threats against me. Yeah, there were threats I'm against here. Eddie personally. I understand that, and I understand that that's what no. we don't want to take. We don't need your protection. Yeah, we need their protection. And we're thankful yeah. for it. I am very. You're, 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 you're free if you feel like you're you're you don't want to take the risk. You're free to go home. You're free to to, to go where you want. We are closing this building, sir. No, we're not. We just yes, took a board. We, we just took took a vote of the board. The board votes two to one as a majority. This Look at the organizational not, chart. This is not the full board. This is the board. This is the quorum of the board at this board meeting. And so we have a quorum. We have three people. We have a two to one majority. There you go. 
That's what happens when you just tell them no. I really do feel like we're on the verge of something special, a new revolution for both academic freedom and against Soviet-style cancel culture. We're not there just yet. There are still a lot of cowards out there. But Rufo's not one of them. And they went ahead and did the darn meeting. This is what happens when you just tell them no. Now, the video goes on. You should go to his Twitter feed to see the whole thing. At one point, they put Rufo on the phone with the president. That's the acting president because the president's had a meeting for the college. And he proceeds to lay out his position and says, and it's going on. The meeting's going to move forward. Thank you. And hands the phone back. That's how it's done. Just tell them no. It starts with two simple letters. Or if you're Joe Biden, three. N-O. All right, here's the update on Pfizer. For those of you who may have missed this story, folks, Project Veritas may have cracked one of the most important journalism stories of our time. So they got a Pfizer executive or a Pfizer, I don't want to mischaracterize it, someone who works and has a working relationship with Pfizer on video, apparently one of their directors of research. Basically admitting on this video here that Pfizer's engaging in manipulating viruses to create new vaccines for viruses. Now, if we're mutating viruses, you may ask yourself, well, that sounds kind of bad. We asked last week, anybody changing their position on that? Bad idea, given everything that happened in Wuhan? No, that's still bad. Bad. Yeah, bad idea. Didn't work out, especially if he says still bad. Now, to give... Everybody a fair shake on this and not present slanted coverage. The individual caught on the video is saying, oh, I was just lying. I was on a date and I was just trying to be, uh, you know, sound important, doing some puffing, whatever, you know, chest out. Look at me doing all this other stuff. Having said that, Pfizer actually issued a statement. And the statement, ladies and gentlemen, give me kind of goosebumpies here talking about it seems to indicate that this guy wasn't lying at all. Here, take a listen to Tucker characterize the statement they put out. He's right on target. Check it out. Project Veritas posted a video last week of a Pfizer executive called Jordan Walker admitting that the company is conducting what appear to be dangerous experiments. He suggested they were dangerous to manipulate coronaviruses to make them more lethal and then hiding that from the public. Seemed like a huge story. He also suggested that Pfizer wasn't worried about this because they own the regulators. But the national news media assiduously, on purpose, ignored the story. No one mentioned it on any other television network. Daily Mail ran a story on it today, and God bless them. Google, which, like the TV networks, takes a lot of money from Pfizer, pulled the video off YouTube on the grounds it was vaccine misinformation, though there was no misinformation in it. And today, Pfizer admitted that. 48 hours after the video came out, they finally admitted that it was real. In a statement, Pfizer said this, quote, in a limited number of cases when a full virus does not contain any known gain of function mutations, such virus may be engineered to enable the assessment of antiviral activity in the cells. Oh, so you are doing it, huh? Yeah. But Pfizer says it has no choice but to do these experiments and to keep them secret because the regulators require them. Now that's big news if true, which regulators are requiring Pfizer to manipulate coronaviruses? Sounds like grounds for a congressional hearing to me. 
You know, it's, it's, it's interesting also that YouTube, now you see why I put most of my life savings and effort and sweat equity into building out a parallel economy through Rumble and ParallelEconomy.com and these other uh, investments I've made. Project Veritas apparently got hold of an alleged internal email at YouTube squashing this video of this Pfizer insider to make sure you don't see it. Why would they do that? Because again, we live in a Soviet-style tyrannical cancel culture state where they use Soviet-style tactics. The only good news is you have places like Rumble, which I invested in early to make sure this doesn't happen, where you can go and watch the Project Veritas video and judge for yourself. Like we used to be able to do in a previously free society before the sleazeballs at Google, ScrewTube, Fakebook, Twitter, pre-Elon, and others started censoring free speech. All right, one last story, a uh, group of stories for today. This is one of those from the block of what happens when liberals accidentally stumble on the truth and put it in the headline. This is one of those things where <laughs> the truth is kicking you right, and you're like, New York Times. California has more than 100 gun laws. Why don't they stop more mass shootings? <laughs> maybe because, maybe we should just, here, adopt, cut out the 100 and the why don't they, and I'll answer it for you. Gun laws, they don't stop more mass shootings. That should be your headline. That be, isn't that the headline? Are you, how, how often have we explained to you that criminals are criminals because they don't care about laws. That's what crime is. For, is this hard? What is crime? <laughs> crime is violation of a law. Who commits gun crime? Criminals who don't care about laws. So why would a criminal give a damn about a gun law? Ironically, I'll, I'll make the case to you because I know a lot of criminals well from having worked my time in the cells when I was in the 75 precinct in East New York, Brooklyn. I would ask criminals about this stuff a lot. Like, hey, man, so where'd you get the guy? We got it on the street. You know, of course, they're all, you know, Mirandized and everything and all that stuff. Where'd you get the gun roll? It's, oh, I got it on the street. You guys don't care about gun laws? Ah, we love gun laws. Nobody else has the guns but us. <laughs> they love gun laws. Combine that with this story. And again, the headline. Well, this is from uh, Just the News, which is a good website. But Democrats should probably read this headline. So Democrats who claim to be in it for the little guy, 11 U.S. cities on the 50 most dangerous in the world, just by chance, folks, they're all governed by Democrat mayors. What are the chances of that? I'm sure it's just pure statistical anomaly at worst. This has been a lot of information in today's show, economics, crime, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. But I want you to do me one favor. Pay very close attention to that Hunter Biden, Dorian Ducca connection, because that's alleged to be the guy in the pay-for-play scheme with the FBI. We're going to see where that goes. Our website, I think, broke the news before anyone at Bongino.com. Check that out. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, as I always ask, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. If you would, your call, as always, it is free and costs you a dollar. Click that subscribe or follow button on Apple, Spotify, and at rumble.com slash Bongino. It does wonders to keep us on the top charts. We were, again, we've been holding it number four. Uh, so I really deeply appreciate that. That's due to your subscriptions and follows. Really appreciate it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.